Every day, CT testifies to the reality that Jesus is alive, transforming his world and bringing his kingdom to bear. Jesus transforms, CT equips. Make a gift to our nonprofit ministry with a gift of $20 to provide 150 more people with redemptive storytelling, global perspective, and thoughtful podcasts. Give now at morect.com equip. This is Russell Moore, and you're listening to Signposts. This week, we have something a little unusual. It's a podcast about podcasts. And so this is kind of like Inception, dreaming about dreaming. We're going to podcast about podcasts. But I had someone who asked me not long ago what podcasts I listen to. And I listen to a lot of them because I have to be on planes a lot and I have to be in the car a lot and so forth. So I do listen to a lot of podcasts, and some of them are really beneficial to me. And so I thought, well, I'll answer that question. I'll just take my phone here and pull up the podcast that I regularly listen to and suggest some to you that you might like. Now, in doing this, let me tell you, I'm not going to recommend uh, religious or preaching podcasts because I do listen to many of those, but I'm going to leave somebody out if I do that. And a lot of these are friends of mine. And uh, why did you mention uh, the podcast I did? I don't, want, I don't want to get into that. So you, many of you will be familiar with lots of religious and preaching podcasts that are really good. But I want to talk about uh, those that aren't, that are addressing uh, so-called uh, secular topics. And so um, I'll just run through them with you. I listen to many of the Sunday morning news programs via podcast. There was a day back before when I would DVR, watch the video of those uh, of those programs later on. Now, I largely do that uh, via podcast. Uh, the same thing is true with the television program uh, Morning Joe, which I tend to listen to via podcast, especially because it's up, the audio is up uh, fairly quickly in the morning. And so I'm able to, if I hadn't been able to see the video of that, I'm able to pick up on it later on that morning and and listen to that. I like several of the Slate Magazine podcasts, the Slate Political uh, Gab Fest. I listen to uh, every week David Plotz, Emily Bazelon, John Dickerson, who are talking about uh, various issues politically. And then they end with uh, cocktail chatter, where they, they just talk about some random issue that they're thinking about that particular week. I like the, the program, even when I feel as though the hosts don't get an issue. And so typically, uh, when you're dealing with religious liberty issues, I tend to be driven crazy by David Plotz and Emily Bazelon uh, on those questions. John Dickerson usually comes in and, and gives a more objective reading of that. But that to say, even when I agree or disagree with the host, it's a good free-flowing conversation about uh, various issues that are out there in political life. And, and not just uh, electoral politics, not just campaigns, who's up and who's down. It's, it's all of the issues in, in public and civic life that we're, we're working through together. I like that podcast. Listen to it every week. I like the Slate Culture Gab Fest uh, often. I don't listen to it every week. But I listen to it uh, fairly often. And sometimes what I'll do with, with the Slate Cultural Gap Fest is to see what's being addressed. 
And then if it's, if it's something I'm interested in, then I listen to it. And I have found there are many times when things that have been discussed on uh, the Slate uh, Culture Gap Fest are things that I've then uh, looked up and, and benefited from quite a bit. There was a discussion one time about several movies by this Iranian uh, filmmaker that I never would have heard of uh, if I hadn't listened to that. And I, I checked it out. And there have been several television shows that I wasn't familiar with until they were being uh, talked about there that I really needed to see in order to uh, see what was happening culturally. So Slate Culture Gap Fest is one that I, that I like. There are several uh, NPR programs that I listen to via podcast. Some often I listen to Fresh Air with Terry Gross on podcast uh, format. I always listen to This American Life uh, with Ira Glass uh, just about every week. That's something that you hear my phone uh, giving me a, a, a podcast uh, update uh, right now as we're as we're talking. So I listen to This American Life uh, often. I listen to The Moth, which is a a storytelling podcast where uh, people get up, usually recorded at live shows, and get up and, and tell stories about their lives. It's a fascinating program because you you have a good degree of honesty from people about the experiences they've had, the background they have, the the viewpoints that they have. And so I listen to that regularly just about every week. And then there's a program called Studio 360 with Kurt Anderson that probably if you had told me, okay, here are the issues that are going to be talked about on Studio 360, I probably wouldn't listen to it because many of them would be things that that don't naturally interest me, but they always do. If I hold on and listen to this podcast, I am always interested in the things that that he's talking about with guests. So, uh, for instance, um, the most recent episode is talking about uh, singers maintaining their voices and dealing with uh, with vocal cord issues and ear, nose, and throat issues and polyp surgeries and all of that that kind of thing with a voice and what happens to a voice in aging. That's not something that, that typically I would be that interested in. It was fascinating. I mean, they, they went through and talked about how Whitney Houston can sing uh, I will always love you with those the way that she holds that song out and, and, and does it about aging of the voice. And they, they listen to Johnny Cash uh, in those later years when he's when he's singing and the difference between his voice in the younger years and the later years. And they talk about that in terms of, of science, why that happens. He interviewed a 92 year old songwriter who's still writing songs and about the way that Early on, this is someone who was writing songs for for Broadway shows, along with other things. But he's talking about how early on he did a a, a play about uh, Fiorella LaGuardia, the former mayor of New York, and he had a line in there about being sung by the wife of LaGuardia, where she sort of makes makes light of domestic abuse, and uh, she says, "I'm you know I'm gonna I'm gonna be with him. I'll follow him even when he puts me in a sling." And he says when he, when he initially wrote that in the 50s, uh, the audiences would get a lot of laughs. 
And then eventually it got to the point where people realized just how serious domestic abuse is. And he had to change, for obvious reasons, that line within the song. What's a conversation I probably wouldn't hear in a lot of places, and I benefit from it. And so I always like Studio 360, and I don't even look now what he's going to be talking about because I know it's typically not going to be something that I'm... You know, there was one, too about this uh, guy who does choirs and does choral music. I know nothing about choral music, nothing. I don't have any interest in choral music at all. But this guy's coming on talking about how he gets all of these people to sing different parts via YouTube and via electronic connection, and then he ends up with this choir of tens of thousands of people all singing together and he's able to make it work. Well, it, it was a fascinating discussion. And I just never would have, I never would have known that that was the case if I hadn't listened to that program. A really similar thing is a podcast that I never fail to listen to called The Moment with Brian Koppelman. Brian Koppelman is a screenwriter, producer, does done a lot of movies, done a lot of television shows. He does the he produces the show Billions on um, HBO or, or, or Showtime. I'm not sure one of the, the movie channels. And Koppelman does this program where he's interviewing someone and the main theme of it is he wants to see where are the moments in this person's life where the person has pivoted. There's been something that has that has happened that's made a difference for the rest of that person's life. And again Typically, on a program like this, what I would want to do is to see who are the people he's interviewing that I know and that I would like to hear from. And that's, that's just not the way this podcast works. The best interviews on this Brian Koppelman show are people that I know absolutely nothing about at all, or I know only marginally, but I'm not all that interested in. And he's able to go in and get people talking about things that other interviewers just aren't able to do. For instance, the the latest episode is uh, an interview with Glenn Phillips, a musician who was was once with Toad the Wet Sprocket back in the day. Now he's a solo artist, and uh, they're they're grappling with uh, his, for lack of a better word, midlife crisis. With Glenn Phillips' uh, sense of uh, sense of himself. He's struggling with some spirituality issues. He's not a theist, but he's he's grappling with issues of God and of, of sacred music. And that, that sort of depth is always in that podcast with a lot of good humor. It's a fun podcast to listen to. I recommended it one time on Twitter, and Brian Koppelman uh, responded and said, now be sure that your constituency knows that I'm an atheist, he said, and that uh, that we have some cussing. Uh, on this this program, and that's true. He's an atheist, and there is some cussing on that program, but he's not afraid to grapple with some issues of meaning of life and, and spirituality and, and, and follow all of those conversations uh, wherever they go. And plus, I don't think uh, atheism is necessarily a permanent condition. Uh, I think that, uh, as an evangelical Christian, I think that can change. But I enjoy, I enjoy that program. Uh, a similar one is an interview program. Someone actually told me about this and said, if you like Brian Koppelman's podcast, you will also like Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin. And I immediately thought, I'm not going to listen to Alec Baldwin. I mean, this is, this is a celebrity who's a good actor, but he's not going to be a good interviewer. And I was wrong. The program is 
always fascinating, where he goes through and talks to people. I mean, I mentioned This American Life earlier. He had Ira Glass on one time, and he's talking to Ira Glass about the NPR voice. And, you know, there's a, there's a similar sort of voice that's become associated with National Public Radio that, that's been parodied on Saturday Night Live and, and other places. And so where does that come from? And why does Ira Glass have a normal-sounding voice? He just explores all of those sorts of issues in ways that are, that are fascinating to me. I really, I really like them. And David Gregory uh, also has an interview program that I enjoy and listen to uh, quite a bit. He just started it not not too terribly long ago, and he's interviewing sort of high-profile people in politics, culture, and so forth. And because David is really interested in spiritual issues, he he tends to address those as well uh, at some point. And so he does that, uh, for instance, relatively recently with Anna Marie Cox, the um, journalist who became a Christian, and he talks to her about her spiritual path and Christianity and those sorts of things, and he does that fairly, fairly regularly. Uh, Bill Crystal has uh, conversations with, with Bill Crystal, Crystal conversations, and typically Crystal is talking with someone within his orbit, someone that he works with in some way, someone that he knows. So he recently interviewed Charles Murray about social dislocation, social breakdown, and, and where that comes from and, and what, what can be done about that. One of the most fascinating to me interviews was with Leon Cass, the University of Chicago philosopher, and his wife, Amy. Uh, so he'll have people, people like that where he'll explore issues of culture and politics and, and so forth. Jonah Goldberg with National Review, he had on uh, fairly recently in a really, really helpful and, and fascinating uh, conversation that I benefited from immensely. Similar to that is The Axe Files with David Axelrod that I almost never miss. And again, it's a podcast I might not have listened to ordinarily, just because I would. David Axelrod's a political consultant. He, he ran the Obama campaign in 2008, 2012. He was a journalist before that, but I didn't think of him as an interviewer. He's a really skilled interviewer, and he, he ends up with people who are usually in uh, the political orbit, but he gets them to be able to speak in ways that aren't that aren't political talking points. He, he really treats these people as human beings, and he's willing to talk with people who don't agree with him. And so he's, he's dealing with a lot of people who are conservatives and Republicans and others that he, he probably wouldn't ordinarily uh, agree with. And, and a lot of people would assume, why are the two of you even, even talking with each other? And, and he does that, and I, I appreciate that and, and enjoy it. So those are some of the podcasts that I listen to. There, there are a lot of others. I like the little Writer's Almanac with Garrison Keillor that he's still doing, even though he's, he's retired. Just a little minute where he might be dealing with a poem. He might be dealing with a, a writer's life or, or, or something and just gives a little anecdote about what's, uh, what's happening in that poem or in that person's life or, or on this day in history or, or something along those lines is always beneficial to me as well. So those are some of them. Those are some of the podcasts I listen to, and I appreciate your uh, letting me walk through some of those uh, with you and be interested to know if you have any podcasts that you think I should be listening to. Uh, let me know. Send me an email and I'll love to check it out. 
This is Russell Moore, and you're listening to Signposts.